The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30k podcast. My name is Jesse and I'm here with Austin and Caro. Hi. Hello again. <laughs> I forgot you, to hit the record button. You should see that the, big the, bright red button that I, for some reason, just miss. And you should just see the looks Austin's giving Jesse. I'm really yeah. surprised he doesn't try to At least it was like head. five minutes as opposed to yeah. 45 minutes in. But at so that point, you could just have slept on the couch. That's fine. We could uh, just, you know, <laughs> enjoy life's little, you know. Yeah. The Plus vagaries of fate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now I have to pretend I'm surprised. Yeah. I what know. were you Car- surprised at Carol before? had such great reactions to the death of your Titan turn one. All yeah, you d- did not on. tell me anything about a battle apart from, oh yeah, I played against those three guys and I forgot the third of him anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, to be fair, I was in Phoenix. I had to work and I was bored the whole time because mm-hmm. I just hid inside. Yeah. Because guess what? You don't want to go outside. Not in Phoenix in August? No, I mean, I d- generally, I just don't understand why people choose to live there. Mm-hmm. I asked mm-hmm. one of the guys there, and she said, well, he got college for free. But I, I still... But is that worth it? Yeah. I don't think so. Is there, an ag- is there a physical University of Phoenix? I think so. I've always just heard about it in One internet. can only assume, but... Maybe? The scams run deep these days, so <laughs> who knows? It's a good question. It was a salesman who told me about it, so mm. I never know. Yeah, you can't trust salesmen. Anyway, so... There yeah, was an event. There was an event. <laughs> Which I missed. <laughs> an Adeptus Titanicus event. Yes. That we have now ruined all of Caro's candid reactions to. Not all of them. Like, we only just talked about Two it. Two-thirds of it. Okay. Well, yeah. most of the things where Jesse died. Which yeah. I just yeah. think... All of Jesse's right. failures have been laid bare. Oh, yeah. In it's recompense, he'll yeah. have to explain them all over again mm-hmm. for you, the listener. Yeah. So... Let's talk about it. Austin, you held the event. I did. Yeah. Um, uh, you ran it. You did all the planning, all the designs, and it was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. first of all. So thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, want to talk about it again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it'll probably be less concise because last time it was beautiful. So if you have any problems with the way this goes, listeners, just remember the unrecorded version was better. <laughs> um. So it was a three-round event, um, kind of a narrative tournament, I guess is the best way to describe it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm always a little confused when a narrative event is 1v1. I think it's because we do so many mega battles mm-hmm. for our narratives. Um, but it was standard loyalist versus traitor. Um, in our sort of Richmond 30K area of operations, the D43 cluster slash subsector, um, we had the planet Bechtal, which was uh, for Horus. The Loyalists come in, drop a ton of Titans down, blow the Bechtali militia all to shit, and then the traitor Titans show up, roll dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first mission was a standard uh, engage and destroy mission for both sides. They were just going at it to see who would get the upper hand. Uh, and then the results of that played directly into the scenario they played next go-around. Uh, which I thought was fun. And also important to note, you didn't know exactly what your opponent was trying to do, Mm -hmm. uh, which I thought made for some interesting head games, but turns out uh, half the people didn't read their own missions, let alone give a thought (laughs) to what the enemy was doing, so who knows. Um, So the second mission... I played the missions, I just couldn't do any of them. win the missions, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so... Um, Yeah, so the second mission... Well, how did your first mission go? I guess we'll, we'll do yeah, that Yeah, so the first mission um, went very poorly. This was, uh, I guess, really my first fully official official game of Titanicus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran an Axiom Maniple and a three-man, a three-night banner squadron of Questorus and a three-banner Serastus Knight mm-hmm. banner. And what Legio were you running? Uh, a Storm, yeah. the Warp Runners. 
dirty, dirty loyalists. Yeah, mm. but I like the blue and yellow. They do look pretty. Yeah, I was pretty happy with this. I also like salamanders, and I don't play them, so <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> but um, it was interesting. It was like, so as far as game mechanics go, I'm pretty you know, familiar with them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, I feel like deployment is an extremely, extremely vital part of this game, and I have yes. not, I have not yet to really uh, <laughs> get all the quite the fine. Uh, minutia, mm-hmm. I guess, would be. And, yeah, and um, these scenarios were not kind to poor positioning. <laughs> no, no. That being said, I played uh, Jared my first game, Legio Invictus, Infector, I think. Interfector. Interfector. And um, he went to go, he got to go first, and his Prince of Senoris Warhound and his little squadron buddy managed to blow the head off my Reaver turn one without... Uh, any rebuttal on my side. Which I had never seen happen before. It and it was literally about 10 minutes into when I said, hey guys, I'm starting the timer for the turn. Engine <laughs> kill. Jared goes, engine kill. And everybody else at the event just kind of looks over <laughs> in a look of like amazed horror at Jesse. Like, oh no, it was... How uh, did you let this happen? It was crushing, but it was hilarious <laughs> at the same time. I couldn't help but laugh. I, was I like, think a lot of that was also <laughs> due to people being like, oh my God, are we two turns behind already? <laughs> oh yeah, we, we finished up before everybody. It yeah. was... So, yep. I mean, if you lose the head at that early in the game, you really don't have a chance. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my axiom consisted of a warlord, a reaver, and two warhounds. So losing that reaver was a big chunk of the yeah, big Gen- chunk of the generally axiom. Generally in Titanicus, I feel like if you're the first one to lose a titan, it doesn't mean you've lost. You can normally recover because the other guy's probably pretty screwed up too. Mm. But, but losing one turn one, yeah. You like he was just getting warmed it's rough. up. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't like it was help from like, you know, back support or anything. No, it was the Warhounds. Just mm-hmm. the Interfectors have that war gear that allows them to rapid fire their Vulcan Mega Bolters on fives or sixes. And uh, yeah, come to find out that is extremely, extremely good. Yeah, that's super good. For those of you who don't play a lot of AT, uh, rapid is sixes, sixes to hit, cause double hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting 50% of your hits count as double hits is real rude. Yeah. <laughs> 50 or 33? Well, you're hitting on threes normally. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's right. Hitting on three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50% all your hits. That's right. I yeah. gotcha. You do the math. I'm just... Statistics, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not talk about my grades and statistics in college. <laughs> See, you went to college. I just have pretty much high school. What's European high school? So I don't know how much better it is. Or I can worse. only assume it's about the same. Because we, Probably. I didn't get the opportunity to take stats at my high school. We just hmm. had it. We didn't get a choice. And I got mercy <laughs> passed through trig, and that's as far as I got. Oh, <laughs> I need to ask math. you later something about your school schedule. Like, how you can say you it guys, right now. We'll how go do on you guys do geometry? Like, do you really calculate around in stupid inches or how does yeah. it work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Actually, well, although, um, <laughs> I mean, we learned a little bit of metric, but yeah, we, yeah, can. you got to learn the metric when you're in like a science class. But yeah. I mean, latest that a um, sentence of Pythagoras. What? Pythagoras. You're talking about Pythagoras. Yeah. However Pythagorean you pronounce theorem? it in English. Oh, the uh-huh. Pythagorean theorem? Yes. Yes. How I do would you think do that inches, in inches would be that's horrifying. better. No, why? Because you can divide it by like thirds and quarters and all that. You're getting actual numbers, not like crazy <laughs> you infinite. You just get commas. I mean, you just. Commas? Yeah. You have a zero and a. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. We use periods. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So oh, okay. Zero or one period and then you go to two dots and that's it or two points behind a period mm. and then you call it a day. Inefficient. That's <laughs> the man who has 64. Although, oh, in, in my defense, I didn't actually use the imperial system when I did geometry. And granted, it's been probably about 15 years oh, it's since we've been. It's been, length it's of been time. a long time since we uh, did this. But for any high school nerds just getting into this, all the geometry things that say they're not to scale, whew, they're to scale. <laughs> and all of my tests were multiple guests, so just whipped out a ruler, did a little measuring, but figured little, it all out. A little prayers, like, yeah. Dang, I got like a B plus, which is the best <coughs> I ever got in a math class. Mm. Um, well, I learned after, I think, a 64th of an inch, mm-hmm. they start dividing it by 1,000. Yes. Why? 
because of Gloria's Master Race, whatever. I don't know. Oh, God, it's horrifying. Because divide by 128 is just so hard. Yeah, that's just <laughs> such... That's a step too far. Y'all system sucks balls. I mean, we have, we have like, bits. Bits go in, like, All I gotta say is you don't land a man on the moon using metric. Well, that's what you used, dude. <laughs> Did we? I'm pretty sure NASA uses metric all the time. I mean, they use it now. After that yeah. embarrassing Mars lander debacle. Oh. Well, let's let's check it out. Well, you keep talking about that and I... Yeah, let's back to Titanicus. All right. Hey, moon <laughs> landing also has something to do with it, at least. Anyway. I'm pretty sure the Titans were uh, built using Imperial System. Absolutely. Yeah, but not that Imperial System. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I give this They're probably weighed in here. stone. <laughs> calculating their height by the furlong. <laughs> We had to start from scratch. <laughs> if only the finest Titan materials. Yeah. Furlong? Uh, I have no idea how long a furlong actually is. Nope. Like that's 600 yards, 300 yeah. yards? We can blame. That's that's a European. Yeah, that's England's problem. That's well, there's a reason why we got rid of most of that stuff. You mean England? Not yet. <laughs> no, no. They, they <laughs> are trying to get rid of themselves. Oh, we turned into a Brexit podcast. Oh, God. Too. We need to get back on track. Yeah, here. okay. Um, <laughs> so... That was the second mission. Um, the second mission was the second mission was the um, is is based like I was saying earlier. <laughs> for those of you keeping track, um, the second mission you played was dependent on your the results of your faction for the first mission. Mm-hmm. So if you lost that mission, you were then in a kind of a whole a modified hold the line scenario. And then oh, do we have the answer? We have. The She's answer. got a grin that makes me think it's metric. The answer is both yes and no. Sounds like a yes to me. Marika. No, absolutely <laughs> not. First, through the scientific community may rely on metric and US engineering, Imperial is still big, though certainly no longer universal. Even internationally, aviation is done in units of feet and nautical miles. That's right. While yeah. Airbus de- certainly doesn't assign their planes to English units, air traffic is <laughs> controlled on flat levels defined in speed and speeds defined in knots. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the Apollo guidance computer was programmed in SI, but displays and sacred data in English units. I don't really know what English units are now, because that's not American that's stuff, That's imperial. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why would you call it English? Uh, French yeah, maybe. Maybe because it also uses stone and furlong. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's imperial plus. <laughs> well, in the 1980s and 90s, it started. NASA tried to get towards metric, and then eventually it just used it because... Because we accidentally crashed a multi-million dollar spaceship into the surface of Mars because yeah. people thought they were using inches when they were using centimeters. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> if anything, See? that shows the trap of the metric system. That's right. Well, because crash it's spaceships. way more... <laughs> way easier. That machine spirit will be... Uh, yeah. A little cantankerous. <laughs> cantankerous? What does that mean? Uh, obnoxious. Like, grumpy. Yeah. Grumpy. Guy yelling, get off my, y- my lawn. Cantankerous. It's what I ascribed or hope to be someday. Um, but anyway. You got a beard for it. I do. I really do. Um, second mission. Second mission. <laughs> so if you'd lost, you were playing kind of a modified hold the line scenario. Mm-hmm. If you won, uh, you were doing a, a modified breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And neither side knew what the other one was doing, but people weren't reading the mission packet to begin with. <laughs> um, because I very carefully made the mission... So that you could win it and kill nothing. Potentially. Potentially. Um, awesome, please. That's Adepticus Titanicus. <laughs> you are there to just destroy <laughs> everyone and yeah, everything. Yeah, and that's, that's a kickback to my love of Epic. Because mm-hmm. uh, oh. for Epic, of the like five s- objectives you get to pick as you're playing the game, only one of them actually revolves around, like, strictly speaking, you have to kill enemy mm-hmm. units. Everything else could theoretically be done with maneuver. I mean, you still kill stuff. Mm-hmm. I've won that game multiple times by having, like, four models on the table to my enemies, like, 2,000 points. <laughs> um, so I wanted a little bit of that spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was also some environmental... Well, we'll start... Um, people got bonuses at this point. Uh, the Loyalists could take... Because they... Loyalists lost the first mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they could take an orbital bombardment for one point instead of two, mm-hmm. uh, as like ships in orbit are trying to fight the traitors and also trying to like bail out their titans. Uh, and the traitors got a blade of armor, 
which discounts the first actual damage their Princeps Senoris Titan took, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty fluffy. Um, there was also another part of the fluff I really like when they talk about big battles. Like you see it in Armor of Contempt or shit. I don't remember. The Gaunt's <laughs> Ghost book where they go back to re-liberate, like actually liberate Garion. Mm-hmm. Um, Titan Death talks about it too. Where in a big planetary assault, there's so many like ships in orbit and laser fire and drop troops and all that shit that it just destabilizes the planet's like weather patterns. <laughs> and suddenly there are like hurricanes over the equivalent of Kansas and just everything goes to shit. Mm-hmm. So we had lightning strikes, which were pulled uh, just stolen wholesale from the Titan Death book. Are they really stolen if they're in a campaign book? Yeah, because technically so. <laughs> that's the fight for like Beta Garmin 3 or something. I gotcha. And there was another thing that went with them that was also terrible, but I I tried to keep it to one environmental thing because I knew there was mm-hmm. a lot of people that hadn't played a lot of Titanicus. Yeah, just having that one was good. Yeah, I thought so. Anyway, what happens is you roll a D6 and that generates a number of potential lightning strikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you then started with alternating back and forth between the players. You start with the tallest Titans... Uh, and on a four up, they get hit with a strength 10 lightning bolt. Yep. And if not, <laughs> nothing happens. And you just go back and forth, working your way from the warlords down to the tiny knights uh, until all the lightning bolts had hit. Now, Austin, what if, would you start at the beginning again if it didn't hit all of them? No. Uh, if you manage to, you know, not roll a single four up. Okay, then no a poor soul in the rhino got fried probably on the ground. Yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> probably some. Poor bastard rattling somewhere that just gets nailed. Oops. Um, but anyway, I thought that was this meant that mainly warlords were going to get sorry were um, going to get hit. I can't even finish that. There's a great picture. Um, it's of the ocean, and you see these two lightning strikes in the ocean. Yeah. And the caption says, "God says fuck those two fish in particularly." <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, the, li- the lightning was not my friend. Yeah, this game so either. theoretically, what should happen is that the warlords take a fair amount of hits, mm-hmm. reavers take some hits, warhounds might catch a couple, and if you're really super unlucky, your knight might die. Yeah. Jesse, yeah, tell us about your game too. So my my second game was against Duncan, and uh, he had a custom uh, legio, which I feel bad because I can't remember the name of it, but um, he had uh, two warlords. Two Duncan, Reavers. Us, tell us your legion. <laughs> it was uh, two Warlords. I want to say two Reavers, maybe three. And I think that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, again, my Axiom ran around. Um, it was a pitched battle for most of it. But uh, he finally took the uh, upper hand and managed to table me. But um, one Serastus Knight managed to survive and get into his deployment zone. Which, if you got into that deployment zone at the end of the game, you got a victory point. It was last turn of the game. The lightning struck, and um, yeah, my knight got just blown up by a lightning. <laughs> yeah, it was real rude. Yeah, <laughs> Sra- but for any game that's where the Sras- or any game requiring you to be in your opponent's zone, Srastis knights are pretty nice. Although yeah. a lot of times there's a specific scale requirement to get points. But yeah, but no, yeah. Uh, a lot of them do rely on scale. I mean, you got to reward that one crazy guy that manages to get a warlord on the other side of the table. I guess. Sure, yeah. definitely. Seems to be the standard. Uh, blame the guy who wrote the mission. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so that went, and uh, the traitors got the worst of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're actually the only loyalist to lose that mission. Jesse. <laughs> Trust me, I did not help the loyalist side at all this, uh, <laughs> this event. <laughs> Well, in this case, I was a, loyalist. I was a straight-up punching bag. Hmm. It's that dark angel in you coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, but then there was mission three. Uh, at this point, uh, the loyalists who had won were trying to kind of mop up the traitor forces. Uh, and mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to kill everyone in charge. Mm-hmm. So they had a modified uh, honor and glory. Mm-hmm. I think is the name of it, uh, where you try and kill your most expensive, your enemy's most expensive Titan. Mm-hmm. But in this, it was changed to your enemy Princeps Senoris. Kill him, get the points, win the day. 
Uh, and then the traders who were on the back foot were trying to kind of force the overextended loyalists into a real bad time. Uh-huh. Um, the fluff was sort of, hey, if they can't get all the key locations, they're just going to run out of ammo and fuel and all the other sort of shit that people that like blowing up Titans don't really think about yeah. that go into a war and will be forced to withdraw. So there was a piece of key terrain on each board uh, about a foot in from the defender's board edge, and they just had to keep the enemy away from it. Um, which went pretty well. I was kind of surprised because I gave mm-hmm. both sides kind of a, a deeper deployment zone than normal mm-hmm. for Titanicus. And everybody just sort of went for it. Yeah. Like, like, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it'd be smart if you backed up on, like, your back line and just let them come. To- nope. Everybody's <laughs> there. Oh, I got an 18-inch deployment zone. Bam. There yeah. we are. Because it was fun. It was like, all right. Yeah. Hot, tight in action. Ready yep. to go. Meanwhile, the atmosphere uh, was even further to shit than it had been. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, this next one. And it was oh. uh, all night All night banners take a strength seven hit, mm-hmm. which wasn't Great, but also not horrific. I, yeah, I lost a couple of structure points from that. Yeah. Um, and all Titans just lose a shield. Start yep. every turn, lose a sh- or after orders, so you couldn't even emergency repair them back up. Uh, lose a shield. If you had no shields and had a critical hit on your critical hit track, you advance it by one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's real rough. And it's supposed to be representative of kind of, at this point, there are like, you know, city-killing levels of spaceships physically dropping out of the air. You know, mm-hmm. There's already been like 30 Titans gone nuclear at this. There's just nuclear rain. Things are bad. Shit. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like nuclear hailstones, essentially, is what's in the air. So you don't want your cockpit canopy cracked no. uh, in that particular environment. Just remember, radiation is just spicy air. Yep. That's right. Yep. Nothing to fear. <laughs> if you don't believe me, watch Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> nobody did and, and nobody died there or anything. Not great, not terrible. No. <laughs> How, how'd your game go, Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> not great, not terrible. Uh, my <laughs> wait, third wait, one, wait. <laughs> uh, so this one, my third one was against Robbie. Hmm. And um, this particular one, I managed to survive a whole lot uh, better than the pr- last two. Longer than one turn? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's true. You didn't die at the first turn. You just, uh, just yeah. lost a Titan. Yeah, right. you got beheaded. Yeah, Robbie certainly had the upper hand. With He's a whole lot more experienced, and he's just a good war gamer in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. He's got good tactics. And, and, uh, He'll wipe but, your floor the, floor, the floor of you. But I wasn't quite as uh, eviscerated as I was the first two games. <laughs> but I think my war... And yeah, it was... this Having the shields go down every turn was kind of, you know, it was pretty rough. It was like the clock is ticking. Like, usually mm-hmm. I was used to, like, oh, my opponent, oh, his shields are still up. This opponent, oh, his shields are still up. No, that game, oh, shields are down. Shields are down. Yeah. Um, Jared had to bail after the second game because mm-hmm. he has a family and a <laughs> child. Responsibilities. Um, and, I so, w- and I was going to back out because my brain at that point was toasted after the second game. I was like, Ooh. could not make the math work. Made him play. <laughs> That's um, right. So I played Dave to, to even up the numbers. And that was horrific for my poor little Warhounds. Aww. Like, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, like, I, I doesn't remember, he have a Warhound heavy? Uh, he does. Axiom as well? He or does. A, uh, but I care manifold. not for his engines. <laughs> um, but yeah, just for small titans in general, because normally you're a warhound. If you're not getting shot at, things are going great. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you look around and you're like, oh God, I have no shields left. <laughs> and like, yeah. if the shields go down on this warhound, it's not coming back up. You, shields and reactors. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It just goes so quick. Um, and gone with the wind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a pretty good event. Um, had some fun swag, made some medals. The medals are awesome. Yeah. You yeah. showed me a picture. I didn't see the medal. Oh yeah, I I have them over there, but I'll I'll pick them up later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Decided that's going to be my go-to for all fur- further uh, Titanicus events. Yeah, it's great, and you made a actual like rule for those as well yes. for future events. Yes. So for future events, uh, the way it's going to go. Well, at least for the next one, I can't imagine it'll be OP. Um, but for the next event, 
if you have more medals than your opponent, you will get plus one to your uh, initiative roll yep. for the turn. So it's pretty much you win tiebreakers on a D10. Yeah, it, not, it's not crazy, but it's yeah, not crazy. It's kind of neat if you're making an event campaign mm-hmm. overstretching. And yeah. I am. It is really cool. Probably a plan to enough games for at least 10 years. Huh? Mm-hmm. It feels like it. Like we always keep. Make stacking more and more, more and more events. Right. Yeah, I mean, I also have plans, but I just keep pushed. <laughs> oh. I keep being pushed. Oh. Yeah, it's amazingly hard to find good ribbon for those. Yeah, you're telling me you're having trouble finding like striped ribbon. Yeah, who would have known that finding ribbon know. that looks like you know metal ribbon? When is I go back, I'll check out and see if I find something. Sometimes they have really funny stuff in. I'm going to go back to Germany in September mm-hmm. and I have a store where I always bought a lot of my um, um, stuff in school. Oh God. Stuff. Whatever. Um, denim. What do you, you make shirts out of and things? Like uh, like cloth? Fabric? Fabric. Fabric, fabric <laughs> yeah. And this fabric store, it's been there for over 50 years. It's part of the city. <laughs> Nobody knows where it came from. But maybe <laughs> they have something. Yeah, that would be great. Because uh, it's surprisingly difficult. I believe you. Wouldn't have thought. Amazon? No. Not even there? No. Wow. It's, it's astonishing. If you go for striped ribbon, right now, every craft store and every online store has the same, like at least for the inch and a half size that I need, it's yeah, you don't same. have to get inches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> yeah, like 32 centimeters or millimeters. I don't know. Centimeters? I don't fucking know. Probably centimeters. Four centimeters? That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyway. No, they all have the same pattern of like color stripe in like your standard color wheel of colors. Mm-hmm. White stripe, color stripe, white stripe, color stripe. That is it. You can also get rainbow stripes. I'm which voting for isn't, rainbow. Which isn't really in the spirit of things. Um, I get a rainbow warriors theme. Yeah. That's for somebody who did a fabulous kill. Taylor most Sun fabulous kill. Most yeah. fabulous kill. Maybe. Something like this. Most I mean, fabulous titan. Yeah. The, also, only, the only problem with that is I would need exactly two and a half inches of ribbon. <laughs> and you can only uh, buy for it future. in like 10 yards. For future ones, I'd too. i take any of the ten, rainbow stuff. 10 yards? I, it's like six yards. It's something ridiculous that like a yeah. normal thing of ribbon is. I mean, it's only like five bucks, so it's not the end of the world. But Yeah, ju- just wait for Christmas. Maybe something comes around. That's what I'm hoping for. You know, all, all these things come in and out of season. It's probably just like boat seasons. It's all <laughs> that boat stripe nonsense. Yeah. Anyway, it was a good time. I super enjoyed it. Uh, and we're going to have another one, inshallah... Like October? Yeah, October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like late October. October. You know, oh. this yeah. October. Yeah. Give give some detox after uh, Nova. I need to check because I don't know if I can let you go there. <laughs> <laughs> My birthday is in October and I demand attention. <laughs> the last the last two times I was you know not in means? town. Mm-hmm. You just buy and paint her a Titan Legio. It's on Friday, mm. so we, there won't be a game. Oh well, no, just that weekend. Yeah, when's your birthday weekend, Caro? Um, it's on the eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth. All right. Well, there you go. That one's off the block. There we go. I got you. It's not that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that weekend. Perfect. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I forgot because it's been a long time since I've run an event. I forgot how fucking draining it is. Right? Like you're just tired. I I think the last one. I thought the last one was probably the Williamsburg muster a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh man, you were. Down after that. <laughs> yeah. It was fun, but yeah, like making sure everything goes smoothly and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just grabbed a bunch of like Battlegrounds gift certificates and mm-hmm. shelled yeah. them out for various successes and a great many failures. Oh, okay. At least. Yeah. Jesse actually won uh, most, am- most amusing story oh, for the yeah. death Why of his you? tiny knight. <laughs> Oh, the tie night, not of mm-hmm. beheading in the first turn. No, that's actually what pushed him over, is because <laughs> there was a couple of people that had like one good one, but Jesse had two, and I thought oh. that, that really encapsulated <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did fail to get worst player, though. Which, I was oh. a little surprised by that because uh, 
I might yeah. have averaged maybe one Titan kill per game. Mm-hmm. Something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I because I ran all the numbers. And ran them again. And yes, I did double check because I was like, I'm pretty sure the guy that got this like won a game. I don't understand. <laughs> um, How do you determine worst player? So for this, um, I decided there were going to be separate medals for the best uh, KDR and worst KDR. That's what kill, is KDR? Kills to death ratio. Okay. Um. So naturally, like the person that did best won all three of his games, but the person that did worst actually won a game. Um, and I did do a little <laughs> math to oh. tweak it for like, you know, did you play a bunch of Warlords? Did you play a bunch of Warhounds? Because of course, going against Dave's seven Warhound list, you're going to get more kills than uh, somebody's like three Warlords. But yeah, yeah, it was a fun time. Okay, fun that's time. good. Meanwhile, you were in Arizona. I was in Arizona. Hating your life. Yeah, I was sitting on the floor covered in pieces of wood trying to calibrate a 4,000-pound scale. It was a distribution center, so it was hot as balls. I mean, even worse. The funny thing was they have a heat exchanger, Uh but they, I don't know how, but they managed to put it in backwards, so it was blowing wet, hot air inside. That sounds great. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> if there's one thing I want in Phoenix in August, it's wet, hot air blowing all over me. <laughs> it wasn't as bad because I could hide in the maintenance area. I was in a giant um, hall. They did distribution. So hmm. it was really fascinating to see it all, but it was hot. and. But I could see, I saw a lot of toilet paper. Not a toilet. What? Toilet paper. It's a distribution center. They oh, have distributing everything. toilet paper. Oh. Yeah, toilet paper, Jello, anything pretty much. Was you like could it. Buy. Yeah. Like so we have it all. Drugstores. I mean, uh-huh. whatever you can get in a drugstore somewhere in there, it was. It was interesting. <laughs> and uh, it was very delightful. I could um, work, or the guys I worked with, they were really nice. But yeah, Phoenix. I was really considering going to a game store. You should. You should have. No, That's what I always love to do when I get to a new place. Right? Yeah, the problem was, after I was done working, I took a shower. Because I was just covered in black dirt. And then I was took the shower, felt better. Was about to walk through the car, left the hotel, and was like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's a baking oven out there. I'm not going to drive somewhere. Also, I didn't have enough space in my luggage. Mm. Yeah, that... You should have been better prepared for that. I have to take uh, my tools with me, too. That's a problem. I think Allie, God bless her, uh, on the drive back from our honeymoon, we stopped at about four different game stores. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like to go to game stores, but I just don't want to do it after I'm work, I worked. Yeah, or that's fair. I'm not a big fan of going there alone, either. It's mm. just... Uh, yeah, for us, it was kind of breaks between our, like, 16-hour driving days. Yes, yeah, mm. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Should do those on our next road trip. Yeah, just hit a trip out to all the obscure game stores. Yeah, perfectly yeah. be fine with that. I mean, you never know what you'll find in a dark corner. It's true. The whole theory the about the world's Calf. greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, world's best in the Newport News. No, no. Um, there's Already the whole rated. thing. No, the yeah. world's <laughs> biggest. Oh, well. there's the idea. Oh, I don't remember who told me about it, but if you're doing a road trip and you see somewhere a sign for the world's biggest whatever, you'd have to go there because it's a road trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> world's biggest peanut, or I don't know what. You have so much world's biggest stuff in here. <laughs> Marika. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, they just <laughs> say it's the biggest, even though it isn't. Can you prove that, though? Yeah. Uh, usually people get annoyed when I come with measuring tape. but <laughs> Probably because it's in centimeters. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, centimeters has more numbers, so at least it sounds more impressive. That is true. See? Anyways, while I was in Phoenix, I finally started reading 15 hours. Yeah? How do you like it? Did you finish it? No, I did not finish it yet. Jesus, how do you like it? So far, it's very, very delightful. Right. I feel feel very sorry for Lauren. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not as sorry as you're going to (laughs) feel. Probably. (laughs) I guarantee it. I absolutely assume he's going to die. But so far, he landed already on the wrong planet because uh, one guy had a bad day while... Okay, also to be fair... The Imperium of Man has the worst idea when you have machines 
which are writing down numbers, why would you put a human in between to put the numbers down? I'm pretty sure it's somebody reading him the numbers. Yeah, but still, couldn't just the person reading the numbers put them into there instead of having somebody in between? Less people, less problems, trust me. I work <laughs> kind of in automation, <laughs> and the least, the smaller the amount of operators or people in between what's happening is safer. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he landed on the planet. He already killed a Gretchen. Good for him. Yeah, yeah he lost his Ma- last rifle. Making his points back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has now two books. And uh, they got shelled. They got shelled by their own line, and the insane guy still thinks they could win, even though calculations say they're going to die in six months. Yeah. And that's as far as I got so uh, far. It is the most Imperial Guardy of Imperial Guard books. And actually... It is fun. Um, not only is, I think, it the best black library, like, standalone book, mm-hmm. like one outside of a series or ongoing thing, um, but GW just today put out a thing where you can vote uh, they've got like half a dozen uh 40k and half a dozen fantasy books and you can go and vote to see which one you'd like to get reprinted they're all out hmm. of production 15 hours is on there oh Ooh. man i gotta vote yeah so go vote if you're going to vote for 15 hours i think there are also not uh, votes don't. for uh, audiobooks too right yeah so there are also votes for the books from like the pre-audiobook black library days to get put into audiobook one of which is first and only Ooh, yeah what's that I, one so first and only is the first book in the Gaunt's Ghost series. Okay, I don't. Oh, yeah, you should though. After fifteen hours, start there. You'll have a militia army by the end of it. It'll be great. <laughs> Maybe the problem is I don't have the book. Mm. Lucky you. <laughs> you should see that Austin's just keeping plotting Jesse's death. If he dies, we know why. Lucky you. <laughs> I have three copies of it. There we go. What? What the heck? Um, well, one a puppy chewed on. Mm-hmm. Not one of my current puppies, but sure. from many years ago. It was the only book she ever chewed on. It was terrible. Um, then I bought a, like when they reprinted that one, I bought it again because naturally I was missing like, chewed on. the bottom left corner of 50 pages of book. Um, and then I found one in like an, a used copy of the original publication. Mm-hmm. So I got mm. that one because it was like four bucks and matches all the other ones I have. Oh, you just wonder you got to set. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I have the original drops all the other ones. So uh, you can go. You can vote. Uh, there's a half dozen. I think like the first Gautrek and Felix is one they're pushing. Uh, mm-hmm. Iron Company for the fantasy. Yeah. That doesn't matter to me. Vote for whichever one you want. And while you're there, vote for 15 hours and uh, first else. and only. And if you hours. want to vote for not 15 hours and not Don't. first and only, please forget. <laughs> I will come and say mean words to you in German. Oh, which are just words in German, but <laughs> no, 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 they're words and they're mean words and they're super mean words. Mm. And she'll say it in her angry voice, which is frankly terrifying. Did I ever talk angry to you? I don't remember. I don't think I, so. Not not to me. To I've heard you be angry in German, like one time. Oh, I don't really remember when that happened. Yeah, I don't either. It's just a, I don't know, just yeah. horror in the back well, of my mind. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's I, I leave the room. It's funny. I oh, feel like I've said. The, I feel like I've, I feel you like can. I've said the story before online. But like, she'll play a video game, and like, she just mutters under her breath, just like this <laughs> darkest German curse you ever hear. And it's like, I are you okay? Like, is this yeah, stressing you fun. out? Yeah, you're like, no, no, I'm just, I'm having fun. All right, it's like, all okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I stopped playing those games because Jesse was so stressed out after it. Even though I didn't do <laughs> anything. Stressing Jesse out. Yeah, so uh. playing the game just, I mean, to be fair, I'm really swearing at the screen because, of You need course, to give him headphones when you're playing the game. I was considering it, but it's been a while since nice, I played that like game. whale noises, maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine awareness and breath. See? Just like that. Just like that. Only uh, there she goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you try to vote for not first and only, that's what'll come muttering at you from like under your bed or a dark closet. <laughs> Two in the morning. Don't think we won't. I will really try, man. I would. <laughs> um but there is another survey yes, that, that I wanted to talk about. about. So um, it's the Wargaming 
like survey of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing this for quite a number of years now. Kowarski Publishers is at least where I get it through. Okay. Uh, they do a bunch of like historical wargaming magazines and whatnot. <clears throat> but if you go and look for, you know, the great wargaming survey of 2019, I'm sure you'll be able to find it on the interwebs. Um, and it's just a general thing that they do, you know, how old are you? How long have you been wargaming? What scales do you like? What types of games do you like? Um, and they take all of that data and naturally publish it to kind of show everybody where you're at. And like, do mm-hmm. you like sci-fi games? Do you like Westerns? Six mil, 28 <laughs> mil, 40K, whatever. Yeah, but it's, it's something that also like companies like take a look at and like do, cause they get some thousands of people most of the most years hmm. uh, and it's been growing. And I mentioned it specifically this year because not only can you write in that like you're really loving Adeptus Titanicus or, Hey, I, I would play a lot of sci-fi spaceship games, nudge, mm-hmm. nudge, GW, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> um, but this year they're giving out a prize just for filling out the survey, which takes all of like three minutes. Um, and the f- prize is free asterisk sprue of models, um, halfling, like medieval halflings, mm-hmm. uh, like a world war two looking motorcycle and a little bike sheds, so like some terrain sort of features. Mm-hmm. And my personal favorite, a sprue of sci-fi infantry called Les Grognards. I don't speak a word of French besides <laughs> Merd. So I don't know if that's pronounced right at all. Bonjour. Uh, there it is. Yeah, no. Our, our European knows everything. <laughs> um, hey, I had half a year of French. I remember one or two sentences. That is solidly a year more French than I've had. Half a year. <laughs> I stand by my <laughs> statement. <laughs> hey, I skipped um, the whole school just because of French. <laughs> see who makes it i forget who made it yeah now this so uh, you said yeah. so war games war game uh it's like the great war game survey of 2019 mm-hmm. um so the sprue is made by war games atlantic uh and they apparently have a game that they've just released mm-hmm. uh where Aliens, and I didn't pay too much attention because I just really liked the look of the models that I was getting mm-hmm. for, you know, the $2 in shipping. <laughs> um, aliens abduct human soldiers over history, throughout history, or maybe time travel, I'm not too clear, uh, and then make them fight. So these guys <laughs> are... <laughs> Alien Fight Club. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> no further information. But again, War Games you don't Atlantic. talk about War uh, You don't... Talk about Fight Club. Yeah, you don't. First rule of Fight Club: don't talk about Alien Fight Club. Exactly. Uh, but these guys are—they haven't actually released the models yet. They're going to ship in October. Um, Everything good comes in October, right? And these guys, man, they're uh, a mix of like Napoleonic, uh, like French Guard Corps, and World War One French, mm-hmm. and they look real good. Nice. Awesome. You just gotta give us the link to the survey. And we can put it in the description? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll find a link and and put it out so people can fill it in. Definitely. Uh, But don't you dare to win. That's all going to Austin. Oh, no, it's not. There's (laughs) no drawings, I don't think. I don't know. know. Actually, there might be now that I think of it. I mean, how else would they decide Um, who's going to get a prize? No, you get get a prize for just for coming up. You get, uh, it's like 722 in like store credit applicable to the yeah. three or four things they've got, okay. one of which is these really cool space crocodiles. I mean, also pay for shipping it. and get a free sprue. That's, That's cool. really awesome. Yeah, so it's like two bucks for like four models or something like that. Nice. Not yeah. terrible. And a great way, because I've never bought anything from War Games Atlantic mm-hmm. to like I've, judge I've, the quality of their sprue. I've never heard of them before. Yeah, the the box sets. Yeah, the maybe. other ones are sort of deserty, mm-hmm. not quite Steel Legion, I sure. want to say. Um. But it's like 30 bucks for 25 models. So if these are good, right. I might have to do another militia army. Imperial Aeronautica is coming out. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's going to be real good. Curious to see what also, they do with that. Don't believe the internet. Yeah, what? with the, um, because they should. The scale. 
Internet is always true, Austin. Mm. Can't be anything <laughs> People are getting wrong. thrown off because there were two versions mm-hmm. of not aeronautic imperialis, but of imperial, like epic scale fighters. Mm-hmm. GW made real, real squashy ones, mm-hmm. and then Forge World made real pretty ones. Mm-hmm. These look to be the pretty ones, damn near identical in size. They all the pictures I've seen, they look um, so close to yours because you have a whole bunch of aeronautica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. and they look like they'd fit right next to each other. Awesome. What is squashy? Squashy. Is, like, is this like squishy? <laughs> like, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking it up because I really don't like care. squashed as opposed to squish. I can, I <laughs> only find these weird toys. Same thing. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, English but, uh, is we're fine. an educational show. Yeah. It's fine. Absolutely. That's right. We've learned, a, we've learned a lot today. We have. Mm-hmm. It's been a very informative podcast, yeah. but I'm very excited for that to come out, even if it is all hex-based, because I'm just going to steal the models. I'm willing to bet now. it's like a Necromunda. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with uh, a hex base, but that's sort of take the training wheels off, here's a tape measure, or go flying. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really hope I'd so. I'd be very surprised if it didn't. But the models are pretty either way. Mm-hmm. And within, I don't know, give me three weeks of mm-hmm. it being dropped, we'll have some 30K versions. Oh, yeah. If it doesn't instantly port over. He'll make some. He'll make it happen. <laughs> and how we could make our own little movement markers and stuff. You still have the cards. Oh, I do. Yeah. I feel like you could probably just make a little templates anyway, like three, like laser cut some templates. Yeah, that'd be the way to do it. Because yeah. those cards, not for competitive play. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a lot. Of, they're not for regular play. I I still find them <laughs> extremely finicky. Oh, they are extremely finicky. That's true. <laughs> but all right. With that being said, uh, we'll go to plugs next. All right. So, first of all, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to our podcast. Um, first and foremost, thanks to our patrons. I'd like to welcome our new patron to the Sergeant Tier, John Christensen. Hey, John. Thank, thank, thank you so you. much. And uh, as every week, our top tier patrons, we have Chris Mack, Alex Self, Joe from Music City Heresy, Garner of the Tree of Woe, and Mike Nixon. Thank you guys so much. Y'all rock. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RR30K Podcast. You can also uh, follow us online at RR30K.com. And uh, let's see, what else do we got here? Uh, we also have... And we also have our voicemail. If you ever uh, just want to give a shout-out, leave a call on our voicemail at yeah, 1929-HERESY1. Still a better delivery than Joe Biden. <laughs> he has a phone number to call. It was a meme. You'll have to look it up. <laughs> Joe Biden meme. Oh, Nothing dear. Nothing bad can happen. No. We're not going <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> we, uh, we have uh, painted over the spectrum of all sorts of different stuff for this podcast. We've mm-hmm. calculated metric. Mm-hmm. We've br- briefly brushed on Brexit. Oh, so we, I, we're now getting into politics. Let's no, no, no. I just think it's very funny. I literally put in Joe Biden meme. And there's still all the memes of uh, Barack Obama mm. and Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It was a bromance for the ages. I don't care if you like <laughs> him or not. That was a good bromance. It was yeah. very funny, especially all the posts. I put tiny soap somewhere so you can really think he has big hands. <laughs> Lord. Sorry. Uh, Austin, you got anything to uh, um, put to me? Pub quiz. Wednesday yeah. night, Nova, be there, mm-hmm. drink a lot, it's for charity, yes. answer some questions, you might win fabulous prizes. Yeah. Probably not, but you might. I mean, we'll have, you we'll won have prizes. prizes at least. It'll be yeah. a good time. There will certainly be prizes, yeah. whether they're fabulous or not, I can only speculate. See, First people up there will get, will get buttons. I, I, we have buttons now. Oh, that's exciting. People who show up, I will give buttons until I run out. Yep. Mm. Also, the more you drink, the more fabulous your prize will be. At Will least you? it'll seem more fabulous. Exactly. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. But, uh, well, we'll look more fabulous. Fabulous surprise guaranteed. It's for charity, guys. It's true. Yep. I remember when I first, like, early days of Jesse getting drunk, and I remember having the most delicious tuna sandwich in the world after being drunk. Mm. It was just white bread and tuna in a can <laughs> and a little bit of mayo, but my God, it was the most delicious tuna Ambrosia fish sandwich. Ambrosia of the gods. Yep, absolutely. I think I had to... This happened with chicken nuggets, McDonald's chicken nuggets, but not the ones here, because the ones here are horrifying. 
I really didn't see much of a difference when I was in Germany. Like, That's what you think. I guess so. Maybe maybe I'm just biased. It's like those people like, that think in and out is the end all be all. Yeah, it is. It's just rose tinted glasses. Never had in and out. You're not missing anything. We're making people angry today, so we should <laughs> wrap it up. Thanks again so much, yeah, guys, um, for uh, joining our podcast. Oh, I want to plug something. Yes, go ahead. I don't know if any of you guys speaks German, but if you do, listen to La Warm Dusche. La Warm Dusche. Oh, that's yeah. right. That was the La Warm Dusche. Yeah. It's a great podcast. It's or a comedy just, podcast. Yeah, or just listen to it because I, I think it might be interesting to listen to German comedy if you don't understand what's going on. I catch about one word out of ten. Yeah, that's enough. And then they'll sometimes throw in just an English phrase. It's like, ah, I understood that. <laughs> selfie. <laughs> oh, God. There's no German word for selfie? No. Too proper a people. <laughs> awesome. I mean, there could be a German word like... Uh, Selbstgemachtes Foto. That's too long to say. Exactly. Like <laughs> you could, you can describe any word. I mean, remember phones? We call them handy. Yeah. At the beginning, I kept asking, "Where's my handy?" And people <laughs> just looked at me funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, people also looked at me funny because I once told a guy um, it was at work. We were working on the machines, and he had a screw. A screw was the wrong kind. So I told him, man, your screw is too small and you're in the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Double combo. I see what you he did there. <laughs> and I did this before I knew what's going on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she says, straight face. <laughs> I did. And they turned all red. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for, for joining times. us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for being and hanging out. Have a good night. And uh, we'll see you next week.